If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. <sighs> you found out on Twitter? Come on. It's your Yahoo Sports Canada daily podcast for September 26, 2019. But first, sports. <sighs> All right. Well, the Austin Matthews story I touched on near the end of yesterday's show is quite obviously not going away. And frankly, nor should it. To catch you up and give you the cliff notes, Matthews and some friends were intoxicated and tried to open the car doors of a car a woman was sitting in alone around 2 a.m. She got out and asked him, quite frankly, what the hell are you doing? And he dropped his pants and walked away. Laughs all around. Again, the potential comedy that might spring to mind for you if you're the kind of person that laughs at someone dropping their pants as a grown adult is vastly outweighed by how outright terrifying it would be for a woman or any person at all, be real, but especially a woman alone, to be surrounded in your car at 2 a.m. by people trying to jiggle the door open. Now, we got a little more information, and when I say a little, I mean just a little bit more information on Wednesday about it, including a statement from Matthews himself in front of a media scrum. Instead of me reading it, let's just listen to Austin say it himself. Uh, yeah, so thanks guys for coming. Obviously, uh, you know, not something that uh, you know, I think any of us really wish we were talking about today, but uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, the situation we're in, I mean, I uh, you know, regret uh, you know, any of my actions that would ever you know, put a distraction on the team or, or distress any individual. Um, you know, I take a lot of pride in you know, preparing myself for the season and um, you know, representing the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, as well as I can. So, you know, unfortunately, due to the, the situation, uh, I'm afraid I can't really make any other comments. But, um, you know, that's, that's all I have. And, you know, thank you guys for coming out. So that is not really an apology. If you want to hide behind commenting on an ongoing case, sure, maybe. But that is not a direct apology for his actions to the victim. We also heard after yesterday's game from general manager Kyle Dubas, who... Aside from very astutely pointing out that now is not the time to talk about the captaincy, revealed that he found out about the incident from Twitter. Kyle Dubas, he's just like us. What Matthews allegedly did in May, mind you, with the team finding out in September, while drunk with his friends, was enough to cause a military veteran and somebody whose whole job is protecting buildings and putting themselves on the line in danger as a security guard it was enough to make her report the incident to police and say that she was terrified. And again, as I said yesterday, at best, at best, if you want to make excuses for this, the best thing you can do is classify it as crappy juvenile behavior. And at worst, it is a group of young men intimidating an innocent bystander just to give themselves a laugh. So the local media here in Toronto approached this from a lot of different directions. But the main point that got bandied around a lot, and I saw it a lot from both fans and reporters and former players, was this really throws a wrench in the plan to make him captain. 
Well, pardon me, but I am not shedding a single tear about the fact that he might not get the higher prestige promotion that he might have been in line for. The victim in this situation is not Austin Matthews. It's not the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's the woman in the car and nobody else. One person who had a take that I could not agree more with is our own Justin Cuthbert, who is joining me now from Scotiabank Arena, having just spent his entire day, basically, in around the team and with Austin Matthews as this whole thing continues to develop. Cuth, what would you say the mood is today around the team? It was a really weird mood, actually. It was kind of cautious, I would say. I mean, it was all, as much as this situation sort of snuck up on the Maple Leafs, I mean, uh, this is is what they have to do best, and that's handle these situations. And while I'm not sure they really handled it perfectly, uh, with Austin Matthews coming out and and giving this uh, little spiel where he didn't really answer many questions or didn't answer any questions at all, and I mean, it, 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 it was going to be a difficult situation for him to sort of uh, deliver that statement. So it, it was sort of like you were, it, they weren't able to hide everything today. And, and, and that was sort of apparent. So, but the, the mood did change from the, from the morning skate to the game here. I mean, we were sort of surprised by the fact that Matthews uh, spoke and by the fact that Kyle Dubas emerged and, and he uh, was his normal self. Um, but he did reveal that he found out about the incident like everybody else on Twitter. And, it, and it's a pretty mind-blowing thing because uh, this this team prides itself on doing things right and, and being prepared for everything and to have their biggest star um, charged with a crime and, and not knowing about it and it being unveiled on Twitter is, is uh, sort of unprecedented here. I really enjoyed your piece uh, on Wednesday about this not being about the captaincy debate. Um, Dubas sort of reiterated that. What was your first reaction when we got our first look at the details of the story? Like, what, what was your first reaction to it? Well, I guess when we got the details, it was just, I mean, this is sort of devastating, right? I mean, it's, you, I guess you think about the captaincy right away because this is sort of what we've all been bracing for. So it was like, this: the captaincy is something they've protected for so long, right? That's It's been a few years now, uh, that they've learned from the Dion Phaneuf mistake where he was unfit for the job and the long-term, you know, him being a, uh, an elite player uh, in the long-term was just not going to happen. So uh, they, they've sort of protected and this, they've made it more than it really is. Like when you really think about it, the captain is just basically a status symbol. It's to show off. The best player on each team generally gets it. Um, but they protected it, right? And they made it into a bigger thing than it really is. And when we finally thought we were about to get to the point where this, we're going to have to stop talking about who it might be, uh, the biggest news that I've ever experienced covering the Maple Leafs uh, is dropped on us. And it was, it was sort, of, sort of a surreal thing. It took a while to sort of collect my thoughts. But when all the discussion was about, well, they can't give him the captaincy now, that's sort of missing the point. This, this is about Austin Matthews improving as a person this organization improving and doing their business better and growing from this situation that thankfully is not that serious, but is serious enough for this organization to stop, contemplate, and just do better moving forward. Mike Babcock is somebody that I can remember off the top of my head four or five times in the last couple of years where he always makes a point of talking about he wants good people first and they're trying to build a good organization first and people who are good at hockey is second to that and being in the public standing and being thought of highly 
do you think this sort of uh, puts a knock in that? Does it put sort of a dent in that sort of um, front-facing thing? Or is it something that Austin's going to be able to work past? It's definitely going to be something that they're going to be able to work past. I mean, again, thankfully, it's not something that's incredibly serious. I mean, it, it, when you look at the disorderly conduct charge, I mean, the first thing we thought about, we're joking around about, you know, bar fight, playing music too loud. Like, right. you, immediately, you don't think it's going to be something serious. And that's why it was sort of, uh, it sort of took everyone back, I think, because it was pretty serious. I mean, this is a harassment of, of someone who, uh, you, you know, is a female, a, min- a minority, someone who served in the military and is dealing with the repercussions of mental health challenges associated with that. I mean, this is a very serious thing when we probably minimize the impact of it right off the bat. But again, it's not something that is, is going to, well, it should impact Matthew's, you know, Matthew's outlook moving forward, but it doesn't threaten his ability to still be a Maple Leaf and still be a Maple Leaf that can be a role model for kids moving forward. I believe it should be a reference point from now on there should be growth from this player and from the organization. And I don't think this is, this is something that can't be handled and something that can't be uh, used as an opportunity to just do better. You posed the question in your piece. Uh, the question to be asking now is, can the Maple Leafs live with it? And it seems to me like you're, you're leaning on the fact that they will after a little bit of time on this, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I mean, I was, I felt sure about that earlier, but now I almost think there's some reserve reverse narratives happening. I mean, there's some, there's some talk today about how maybe it won't be him and maybe it was someone else all along. And you can't really, I I think they're still just contemplating all this. So like uh, taking some report or some suggestion and running with it as fact is obviously dangerous right now, but uh, I don't know if it's a sure thing that he's going to be now. And I guess maybe he wasn't, it wasn't, that he was a sure thing all along to be the captain, but it certainly felt that way. So when they, when, and if they do come out and it's with their captain, it's not Matthews. I think there's going to be some skepticism about the, I guess, validity of their explanation and, and, and their choice of choosing whoever they do choose. And, and they're not short on uh, candidates. I think Morgan Riley almost acts as a pseudo captain for them right now. Obviously John Tavares is, is someone who's filled that role and, and is an expert with dealing with the media. Um, but in my heart, I do believe it was going to be Austin Matthews, and it's it's really going to be difficult for them to make that decision or have that sort of unveiling sooner than later. So it's it's going to be fascinating to see how they handle this moving forward. Do you expect this to, to follow Matthews for a long time, or, or are we just sort of in Toronto and Austin Matthews news is the top news no matter what. Like, is this, is it, are we still talking about this a week from now? Do you think? Uh, I think if they let it linger, we're going to be talking about it still because we, we, as I mentioned earlier, we're sort of at that point where we were bracing for it. And now if it doesn't come, it's sort of telling on either side. I mean, if he doesn't get the captaincy, then it's because they've already basically flat out said that they were going to name a captain for the season. So that they don't, then we sort of knew it was him, but if they do, then we don't know for sure if they just changed their mind or this was their plan all along. So as long as they let this linger, I think it's going to be something that, that we're going to be talking about. Uh, but as I wrote in my piece this morning, uh, 
the Maple Leafs look like a team that's going to hit the ground running and it's going to be able to silence the noise that is going to be following them because uh, the only thing they can do to get past the Mitch Marner negotiations, which were very contentious over the summer, and obviously these allegations facing Austin Matthews, is to win hockey games. And if they if they start off strong, win a lot of games, we can put a lot of this behind us, a lot of this news behind us. But until as long as they let this linger, uh, we're going to be talking about Austin Matthews and, and and the captaincy. And and until these charges are and all the information is out, then it's gonna it's gonna stick around for a little while, at least in the bubble that we're in. Just a few more things to send you on your way this morning. Melvin Gordon has ended his holdout with the San Diego Chargers. He will report to the team today, and while it is looking very unlikely that he's ready to play in Week 4, he should be part of the Chargers' backfield as early as next week, possibly. The guy in your Yahoo Fantasy League that has been riding Austin Eckler through the first three weeks is probably pretty broken up about this. Not going to lie. Montreal Canadiens legend Guy Lafleur will undergo quadruple bypass surgery on his heart today. That is quite obviously a major procedure. We wish the flower all the best. One of the best to ever do it. And one of the first guys that I think of when I think of the no helmet era in the NHL, when guys got to like hack darts in the dressing room between periods, I think of Guy Lafleur when I think of that style of hockey. The 68-year-old has been serving as an ambassador for the Canadiens and is quite obviously beloved in Montreal as well as the greater hockey community. So all the best to the flower. And the Seattle hockey franchise coming in 2021-2022 named legend Cami Granado among their latest wave of hires. Granado, one of the most decorated players of all time, becomes the first woman to be named a pro scout for an NHL team. She has got a whole bunch of Olympic medals. She is in three different hockey halls of fame. And now she will be handling the Vancouver area and Western Conference scouting for the league's newest franchise once again coming into the league in 2021 and on that note that is it for this morning there is nothing left for you to do but to get out there and enjoy your thursday